Welcome to the Novant Health Inside Remarkable podcast, an inspiring glimpse at how 30,000 team members are building, creating, and delivering Remarkable every day. This is Lauren Melcher, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Kimberly Kitty Webb about her tumultuous childhood and how it shaped not only who she is today, but her role as a Novant Health Patient Partnership Specialist. In her role, Kitty works with patients to resolve their concerns and grievances during or after their visit with us. She listens to patients, documents the issues, finds an answer, and responds to the patients compassionately. During her childhood, she often felt vulnerable. Her understanding of what it means to be vulnerable helps her relate to patients who also feel vulnerable at times. One day in the early 80s in Charlotte, North Carolina, 12-year-old Kitty was in her bedroom when her mother and father entered. Her parents proceeded to tell her that the three of them were going to the beach. They had visited Emerald Isle before, so Kitty assumed that that's where they were going. The family piled into their car and drove off. After being in the car for a while, Kitty looked out the car window, but no sand or beach umbrellas were in sight. It was a situation where basically I thought that I was going on a trip to the beach with my family and did not return home. They were not going to the beach. They were making a one-way trip to a nearby behavioral health facility. When they arrived, Kitty was placed in a room separate from her parents. She met with a doctor who gave her some medicine. She barely remembers her parents leaving and to this day does not know why she was taken to the facility. She reunited with her parents many years later, but even then they did not explain their reasoning for leaving her. She tries not to focus on the why, but instead on how her experience has made her the person that she is today. Kitty was soon released from the facility and placed into foster care. She lived in 32 different foster care settings until she turned 19. She was even homeless at one point. I would change facilities where I was living and it was a matter of, you know, getting off of a school bus um, and coming back to that group home or that foster home and coming back to, you know, the few belongings that I had being packed up and suddenly I was being sent to the next facility without even being told, hey, this is this is going to happen to you at the end of the day. When you're a teenager and you've been bounced around from place to place to place to place, you you lose that sense of, well, first of all, uh, self-esteem, um, self, self-worth. Um, am I good enough to remain in one place? While in foster care, Kitty would constantly have to settle into a new routine, a new family, a new school, only to be told she had to pack up and move again. Imagine having to win over the love of a new family and new set of friends every few months at the fragile age of 13. After years of uncertainty, distrust, and fear, things were about to change for the better for Kitty. While a lot of 19-year-olds were leaving families they loved to go off to college or live on their own, Kitty was about to find a family that loved and believed in her. Kitty was placed in the home of Mike and Margaret after seven years of waiting. Things just felt different from the moment she entered their home. They were patient, kind, and committed. Kitty could tell they were in it for the long haul. Mike was a soft-spoken architect and Margaret an eccentric writer. Their home was warm and filled with laughter. She had finally found her home, her place of unconditional love. That's when her outlook really began to change. Every time Mike and Margaret stayed with her through the good and bad, she felt her self-worth and confidence grow a little bit more. I finally realized that there was somebody that believed in me and somebody or a family that was willing to, you know, hold on and give me a chance uh, regardless of, you know, the rocky times. If I smarted off or if I had a little bit of an attitude or if I disagreed, you know, I remained in that setting. 
Um, they didn't say, okay, you know, we're done with you and you're going to the next facility. Um, they, they exercised patience and love and commitment. And, you know, they just showed me that, hey, we're, we're in this for you and we're gonna stick it out with you. <laughs> and I did, you know, have somebody, a family that wanted to hold on to me. It really started to build back that sense of self-esteem and self-worth. And so I was able to start getting some control of my feelings and, you know, where I wanted to go from that point. Her confidence and freedom helped propel Kitty forward in her life. She enrolled at Guilford College and earned her bachelor's degree in justice and policy studies. She worked in the legal and insurance fields before ultimately finding her true calling in healthcare. Her childhood, although unconventional, ultimately helped her realize her passion. She eventually found her way to us at Novant Health and has been with us for the past two years. So in foster care, kind of at the mercy of, um, you know, the adults telling you what to do in your life, you know, pretty much every day was regimented and there was a, um, you know, a system and you were told, you know, this is how your day is going to go. This is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to eat. I realized that the patients on either side of me in those hallway beds and patients in the hospital and in the, in the emergency department felt that sense of vulnerability that I did in foster care. I, I was able to see that, you know, they were in the same position that I used to be in. It was just that total aha moment that went off for me and that light bulb. And I realized at that point that yeah, I had found my calling and I, I wasn't turning back. If I don't, if I lack the motivation or I don't advocate for them, then something won't come out of it. So, um, you know, the, the role that I'm in is absolutely necessary. If there wasn't somebody that believed in me, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Kitty is still in touch with Mike and Margaret to this day and credits a lot of her success to their love and support. She regularly shares her story of hope and triumph with children and teens currently in the foster care system. One of the things that I have had the, the privilege to do and the opportunity to do is to speak with or speak to groups of uh, foster children out there. You look back and when you can be in a position to encourage and say to other people in that position, hey, look, there is a light at the end of the tunnel and I'm living and breathing and, and um, walking proof of that. I've had the, the privilege to um, have one or two people, you know, in recent years come up to me that have also been foster children and have said, hey, you know, you really made a difference. Kitty says that her friends describe her as a compassionate, loyal, vivacious go-getter. And after speaking with her, I can see why. Thank you, Kitty, for sharing your resilience and compassion with team members and patients. We're very proud to call you a member of our Novant Health family. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Novant Health Inside Remarkable. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. For more Remarkable stories, visit iConnect today.